Hey everybody, welcome to Hit Rewind. We're going to discuss the perfect concert playlist of two bands we select every episode. I think it's going to get to the point though, we're going to get rid of like, uh, we're going to go through all the great bands. It's going to be like three bands for 20 songs. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like a BMG market. <laughs> I'm Michael, Tony's on the other side. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think eventually we're going to have to like get a, a couple bands and make a playlist out of all their songs combined. You know? Yeah, well that's what the, the episode I'm doing after this one with my friend Ron is Foreigner, Sticks, and Journey. And that's 20 songs, three bands, because, you know, eventually you're going to run out of the big boys. Uh, it can't all yeah. be like the Beatles, where it's 20 songs for one band. Yeah. Oh, shit, you can do 20 songs in one year for those Yeah, <laughs> almost. They put out, like, four albums a fucking year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this episode, what are we discussing? Uh, what, so, like, uh, Led, Led Zeppelin? Uh, what, so, uh, Led Zeppelin playlist, an ACD playlist, uh, top ten? Yeah. And then, uh, then encores? Yep, and uh, we realized later that we should have, or you know, after doing the first episode, we should have done this differently because those two bands don't technically <laughs> go together, but <laughs> they're from the same era, I guess. Um, yeah, I, I I think Rolling Rolling Stones and Zeppelin would have been a better pairing in ACDC and Aerosmith. Yeah, because I think that they're they're more, more they're more similar as far as, uh, as I don't know as far as tonally. I don't I don't know how to. They just have a similar vibe. Right, you know right. I mean? The same people are gonna buy both albums. You know. Right. All right, so uh, to start off, uh, his choice was Zeppelin. My choice is ACDC. I'm gonna let him start off with his top ten to Zeppelin. Oh, you know, I I did I did it for both, but I did it for because that's the way we did it last time. I did no, that, that. No, that was that's fine. No, no, I have I have top okay. ten for both, and then we're gonna switch oh, okay. off. So you you'll go Zeppelin gotcha, first. Gotcha. I'll go Zeppelin, then I'll go ACDC, and you go ACDC. Okay, sounds good. All right, start us so, off. Uh, okay, so starting off, I I had to go with the their their first like. The first big, the first introduction, uh, communication breakdown. That is like you know, 1969. That's like one of the first songs that like introduced the world to Led Zeppelin. So I figured that would only be fitting to for that to be a starting, you know, start of the concert. Yeah, and when, and when that came out for the first time, it's not people didn't know what to make yeah. of that sound. You know what I mean? Because it was you're, you're coming off everything else was like incense and peppermints. Everything was like that. You know, everything was like you know. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah. you know, that the British I think it was Herman's Hermits and like you know, like hippie vibes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, but yeah, but, and, and, and this song like you know just like just kick the doors open. You know? <laughs> All right, what's next? And then number two is n not the most widely known song. It's like one of my favorite songs, and it, it's a cover. And Led Zeppelin is a lot have a lot of famous covers. You don't realize their covers until later. But this one is, isn't a well known cover, but it's uh, "Traveling Riverside Blues." And um, this is off. You can find this on the uh, BBC Sessions uh, from 19, released in 1997. But all their sessions were like recorded from 1969 to 1971. So I'm 100 percent sure when this was recorded. Okay. But it is really cool. It's a really cool slide guitar. And if you've ever heard the original one, the original is from like Robert Johnson, recorded in 1937. But it wasn't released until 1961. Holy and I'm pretty sure let. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Zeppelin covered it 10 years later in 71. Yeah, a lot so. of people forget that certain bands covered stuff. Like, Beatles did have some covers, especially in the beginning. Uh, one thing that shocked me the other day was when I was going through, we had watched the movie Runaways uh, about the band, and I was going through Joan Jett's uh, discography of all her singles, and so like that. I was like, that's a cover, that's a cover, that's a cover, that's a cover. Holy crap, most of these are covers, <laughs> but most of them associated yeah. with Joan Jett. 
Right. I mean, a lot, I mean, like you know, sometimes they really make it their own, and you can't think of it a thing from anybody else. Like you know, Jimi Hendrix is you know all along the Watchtower. Right. I mean, that's a Bob. That's a Bob Dylan tune, but nobody thinks of that as a Bob Dylan tune. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. I mean, Led Zeppelin have a lot of like famous covers, like that you don't like, like whole lot of love, um, babe. I'm gonna leave you. I can't quit you. Days and confused. Those are all covers. You know I, I, mean? didn't, you I didn't know Days and confused was a but... cover until right now. Yeah. All right. And, what uh, is so, number three? Uh, coming in at number three, I have uh, when when the levee breaks. Now I didn't really include anything else off of Led Zeppelin four because I had that. I, you know what I mean? I mean, this is, I mean, this is just my, uh, this is my burden, but I listened to that so much when I was like 12 years old. I literally listened to that before so much that's hard for me to hear it anymore. But When the Levy Breaks is such an iconic, it's just heavy on the drums, it's, you know, with got that, that harmonica that kicks in. It's so badass. So, and number, number four, Ramble On off uh, Led Zeppelin II, 1969. That's this is a shock good. to me because uh, my list is almost the exact same as yours. No way. Well, <laughs> not in that yeah, order. I mean, not in the order, but there's a couple that are exact same number. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, number five, Houses of the Holy, off of uh, Physical Graffiti, 1975. Good year. Uh, good song. Um, number six, uh, Over the Hills and Far Away, uh, from from the album Houses of the Holy. 1970. It's weird. They had an album called Houses of the Holy, and then they had a song called Houses of the Holy. You know, a couple years later. Yeah, that's weird. Which is, you would think it'd be on the same album. <laughs> yeah. Well, as if you'll see in ACDC, a lot of like, <laughs> like they have a lot of title tracks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you know, but um, what's up? I guess they, I guess they wanted to avoid that, so maybe they just kicked it down the road a few years, or I'm not 100 percent sure. You know the reason, but uh, coming in at. Number seven, um, nobody's fault but mine. This is uh, off of Presence uh, in uh, 1976. Not one of their, uh, not one of their most, you know, one of their more well-known albums. Not more one of their well-known songs. But uh, I've always liked that. I, mean, I heard it for the first time when I got their box set back in the early 90s because this would never be played on the radio. It's yeah. one of those deep cuts, deep cuts as they call it. Well, I think I think and the general so, public only ever gets to hear songs off of Houses of the Holy and Four. That's it, basically. Yeah, yeah. You know, you maybe hear like a one, like one off of one, or one off of two. You know what I mean? But you'll hear like a specific playlist of songs off of those. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the the bona fide hits. And then um, another thing, yeah, I didn't realize, I you know how prolific their albums were. I mean, they like it's like every year. And ACDC was kind of the same way. I guess that's how people did it back in the seventies. Well, because you fit like, eight. To- it was only like eight songs. Whereas once CDs came out and you could extend it, they could take their time. And you know, plus they're getting older, they don't have to rush so much product out. Yeah. Well, I mean, like you know, so they got like they made two in nineties. No, no, two in nineties. Not no one's like a live studio album. They're like you know, it's but it's, but you know, in ten years, in ten, you know, they, they in third. Sorry, they they made ten ten albums. In ten studio albums in thirteen years. That's amazing. Which is, you know, so they like two and sixty nine, one and seventy, one and seventy one, one and seventy three, one and seventy five, two and seventy six, one and seventy nine, and their last one in eighty two. Now they had a bunch like since eighty two, but those are all like best ofs and compilations. Yeah, right. Or, or concert. Yeah. Right. So another uh, deep cut, as as they say, is uh, uh, for number eight is in the evening. And that's uh, from In Through the Outdoor, uh, released in 1979. And, uh, you know, that one's, that one's pretty cool. It starts off like, 
you know, with like a, like a trailing vocals and then there's that guitar just kicks, kicks in really heavy. Um, number nine is, uh, what is and what should never be going way back to Zeppelin two and 69. And then, uh, Number ten, I have uh, "In the Light" off of Physical Graffiti, 1975. Okay. I forgot we we, we so, get singles from Physical Graffiti, I think, on the radio as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I mean, I have heard that on the radio. Like, certainly not as much as like uh, you know Black Dog or you know Stairway to Heaven, but I have heard it on the radio before. Oh, the Stairway to yeah. Heaven, thank God, is not on your list. It's not on mine either. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can't. Yeah. I can't. I mean, I, and I mean, like, I, I'm pretty sure they would include that in the concert. But if this is my concert playlist, yeah, right, if, I'm getting, yeah. if I'm telling them what to perform, they're not performing that. Right. right. It's like Nirvana. I'm not going to have them play Smell Like Teen Spirit. Stop it. Right. <laughs> or Jeremy exactly. play Pearl Jam. I'm not going to have it. <laughs> right. Now, I'm sure the crowd would riot if they didn't play those. Probably. But, but this is where we're, we're doing our own fantasy. Uh, it's like baseball, but with music. <laughs> um, right. So now, mine, is, now, mine is a little more mainstream. Wait, did you have an encore? Oh. I didn't do an encore. Yeah, I have I have several encores. Okay. <laughs> I have like four encores. That's because it's so hard for me to whittle this down, man. Led Zeppelin, they have so many. Like off of, off of every album, I can do ten out. I can do ten songs around this one album. Holy shit. Yeah. But uh, sometimes I do the encore, sometimes we, I don't. But it's all up to the the person. For uh, for number eleven, I have the ocean off the Houses of the Holy. I I, I love the guitar in that. I was I always thought that was so cool when I was a kid. Uh, number twelve. I have a southbound soiree. It sounds nothing like anything else they they do, but it's really it's really funky. It's really it's really got a funky piano. It's really it's really kind of a not not their usual not their usual thing. You know I, I you know I, I don't know how heavily influenced they were like most bands in the late seventies with disco, but thankfully they didn't do a disco tune. A lot of like right. rock bands did that back then. They didn't do it. This one's this one's skirting the edge. It's dancey. Yeah. It's not it's not it's not disco. Um, for a thirteen, I have whole lot of love. Uh, and then, and then uh, for uh, fourteen, I probably should have been heartbreaker. It's a whole lot of love. Yeah, well, doesn't matter. Uh, fourteen, I had living, loving, uh, living, loving, made. You know, as 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 it's called. Living, loving, just yeah, I feel like I left off a lot of songs of mine. I could have done an encore. <laughs> Damn it. And uh, yeah, so that is so. Those are my four encores. Uh, and uh, off my uh, Zeppelin, I'll let you uh, get get a. All right. get, get to yours. There's not going to be any surprises here. I don't think there's a single song that I have on here that you didn't have, but here we go. <laughs> so I want to stick. I want to start off real kick ass. So I'm going to start off with rock and roll. It's a little obvious, but hey, whatever. Um, yeah. Second one, bring it down a little bit, but still you're grooving with Misty Mountain Hop. Uh, three, uh, when the levee breaks. I fucking love the guitar on that. I that that that. I also have that for number three. Yeah, so and, 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 and number same, four is the same as well. Uh, Ramble on. Uh, five is cashmere. I almost, I struggled, I struggled not to put, you know, I can't have my encore list like 20 songs, but yeah, I wanted yeah. to put, I really wanted to put cashmere on there also. Uh, uh, six is dire maker. Uh, seven is heartbreaker. Uh, this is, this yeah, might see? be the only one that's a surprise in here is full in the rain is my number eight. Okay. Uh, communication breakdown is number nine. And then I want to end huge with immigrant song. That's another one I thought about. I really, I really struggle with not including. I was like, oh man, I should probably put that on there. It's but. such a big boom, just epic. Yeah. I love the sword and sorcery fantasy elements that Led Zeppelin would, you know, dabble in. Oh yeah, they're they're heavy, heavy in the JR talking uh, at that point. You know, they made all the um, they made they made a few. I can't in the lyrics they made a few references. Um, 
Oh, they say Gollum. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they else? say Mordor. You know, uh, taking the yeah. ring to Mordor. Um, oh yeah. In, in the dark, darkest depths of Mordor. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so our second band is gonna be the one that's almost impossible for me. I had to do a top ten. I could easily do a top fifty of ACDC. They're not my favorite band, but they're my top five. Okay. What What would you yeah, consider you know, your top five? My top five of ACD. Oh my god. No, 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 of bands. Period. Let's see. I gotta put Zeppelin number one because I mean they're just. I even though I, don't, I hardly li- listen to them anymore. That they're just they're just one of the ones I always you know you know if I had a desert island I had to pick. Yeah, just it's like one comp- it's a desert island food. Yeah. Yeah, that did have to be them. But so I guess uh, uh, one Zeppelin, two uh, Rolling Stones, three. I guess I gotta go with the Beatles only because just their sound has evolved so much. You know what I mean? I mean, if you have to like listen to the same kind of song over and over again, it does get quite repetitive. But at least Beatles totally vary their sound. Yeah, I'm, I'm more of a later era Beatles guy. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, you know, the the, the, the songs they started with is completely different sound, completely different than, than the last song they ever recorded, you know, so. Um, so what's so the third, third is Beatles, I said. Fourth. Oh, jeez. Um... Yes, maybe the Kinks. You know, I don't really? know. Really, I, I didn't I, expect that. I kind of like how they're. Yeah, I, I, what I like about them is they're like, they're like early. It's almost like early punk. You know what I mean? They really have that kind of like a, a punk sensibility before we, anybody even knew what punk was. And I, I always thought that was that was uh, pretty cool about their sound. Yeah, well, garage rock and, and punk are so close together. Right, right. And I guess number five would be. Oh. I guess Pink Floyd, you know, okay. not not really. Um, yeah, I gotta be in the mood for them because you know they do have a really mellow sound. But like, when I think about how many of their songs I I listen to and have listened to and how much I do like them, they would definitely have to be in the top. I'm five. kind of surprised you didn't mention Beastie Boys. For some reason, I expected that to be one of your top five. I I, I do like Be- I do like the Beastie Boys, huh. uh, but like you know only but like just a couple songs of a couple albums, and like you know. You know they they can they can easily be number six. You know I could easily sub to the Kinks out for the for the Beastie Boys. Yeah, so. well I'm the same. I could either go with Devo or Queen, but the, the right. Queen starts off slow and then ends great, but then Devo starts off great and then ends terribly basically. But um, yeah. mine's Oingo Boingo, Beastie Boys, Harvey Danger, Queen. I guess I'm gonna toss out Devo temporarily, um, and then uh, well that's ACDC I guess. Is oh yeah. I was only doing I was only doing classic rock. Oh um, well, uh, shit! Albums. Then I gotta take out Beastie Boys uh, completely and then throw in ELO. Okay. Or Bowie. Yeah, I mean. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, I thought about Bowie too. I, I I I don't like Bowie's whole catalog, but I like a lot of it. You yeah. Know what I mean? So. Okay. Well, <laughs> that was a weird sidetrack, but let's go ahead with. Uh, I guess it's my turn to go first. So choosing ten was brutal. So I just I just chose ten random <laughs> ones that I love because I know I fi- I get the feeling I'll be doing this list again with somebody else because everybody loves ACDC. Anybody tells yeah, you they don't sure. like ACDC even a, a little bit, they, don't trust them. <laughs> well, you know the, the the one cool thing about ACDC, I don't know, you know how you know maybe this polarizes some people, but no ballads. They they are a hard rock band and they play hard rock songs. Yeah, the, well the, the the they have some blues songs that I I mean. I, they're somber in the way that a ballad could be, but they don't do that cloying bullshit that the '80s rock bands were doing, where they're like, "Well, we got to get a song the girls will like that'll get us into the top 10. ACDC well, said no fucking did, way. 
they were doing it in the seventies too. Like a lot of bands wouldn't have a prom song, you know what I mean? Yeah. They have a dance song, you know, a slow dance song. So. <sighs> So uh, I'm gonna start off real fucking fast. I love "Shoot to Thrill." I think it's a great way to you know just blast off the whole concert. Uh, pun intended. Um, uh, "Have a Drink on Me" is my number two. Um, "If You Want Blood," I think is one of the most underrated early tracks. Uh, a lot of people go for uh, um, "If You." It's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll and stuff like that. Um, but I, I think uh, "If You Want Blood" is a much better track. Um, it's good. A, a later one that I think is kind of underappreciated is uh, from 2008, Rock and Roll Train from Black Ice. Uh, who Made Who, uh, which is the song from Maximum Overdrive. It was only really on their Greatest Hits collection for a long time. But um, I, I really appreciate that one. Uh, going old school again with Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap. What a fucking intro. <laughs> Um, Shot Down in Flames, not one of their big hits. That's kind of like from 88, I think. Fly on the Wall, maybe? No, no, that's... The, I can't remember which one's the 88 album, but I know it's a later track from that uh, decade. Um, Stiff Upper Lip uh, from the 96... No, wait, that's from the 2000, isn't it? The Ball Breaker, I think, is from, the, from that tour. Um, Heat Seeker uh, is number nine, and then Money Talks. You know, you got to have a big one for everybody to love, you know, and that's why it's one of, I think, the universal hits for them. Uh -huh. All I'm, right. not, I'm not going to go for any encores because I know I'm going to be doing this at least one more time, so I saved my time. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that's, that's, that's totally fine. Um, so, like, uh, I have number one. For number one, I have Long Way to the Top uh, off of TNT, uh, at least in 1975. Uh, off the album, uh, off. I have then, then for number two, this is going to be a running theme going going from here on out. For number two, I have TNT off the album TNT in 1975. <laughs> for number three, I have High Voltage off the album High Voltage <laughs> in 1976. I get a feeling like I know where this is going. <laughs> for number four, I have Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap off the album Dirty Deeds Done, Done Dirt Cheap also in 1976. Uh, for number five, I have Let There Be Rock off of you guessed it, Let There Be Rock in 1977. For number six, I have Highway to Hell off of what else? Highway to Hell, 1979. Uh, number seven, Back in Black off of Back in Black, 1980. Uh, and then, uh, and then okay, the, and, and that's it for the uh, self-titled track. But then I have um, uh, Hell's Bells, number eight, off of Back in Black. 1980. Uh, I got uh, Rock and Roll Ain't Noise Pollution, which is one of my favorite songs. That's a good one, yeah. Off of Back, Back in Black in 1980. And then uh, number 10, I have For Those About the Rock, off of For Those About the Rock, We Salute You in 1981. So, And uh, for my encore, uh, for number 11, I have You Shook Me All Night Long. I almost didn't put that one because that's like, it's a bit played out. But yeah, that's like, I think they're most popular like, song. Yeah, it's like it's like their most popular song. It's a fan favorite. I'm pretty sure they burned the place down if they didn't play that. <laughs> um, for twelve, I have Thunderstruck off the Razor's Edge in 1990, and thirteen, I have Money Talks off the Razor, also off the Razor's Edge in 1990. And I, ha I had that album. I got that album for Christmas in 1990. 
and I played the shit out of those two yeah. songs. They were well, like, the Razor's they, Edge, they, I think, is the best track on that. I think the stupidest track, yet still entertaining, is A Mistress for Christmas. <laughs> That's just them going, well, we need another track. Ah, fuck it. I got, I got these noodling things. I was just scream, writing this on a napkin while I was eating dinner the other night. <laughs> we, we, don't have en- we don't have enough sexual innuendo. Yeah. Which like we, like we normally do. So. They're one of those guys that really didn't shy away from their formula, and somehow everybody's like, cool with it it's so weird because you think people get sick of it but no we're good and and these guys in other words they put out from 75 i mean they're putting out an album like every other year i mean up up until like almost now like you know what i mean they're like putting out so many albums it's crazy and and like you know one thing these two these two bands do have in common is they're very stingy with letting people use the rights to their music which is weird for zeppelin because they they covered so many they stole so many you know blues greats music yeah they had to like Get them royalties later and once they were found out but they're so stingy about letting people use uh you know use their music for like you know for instance you know the movie days and Confuse couldn't use zeppelin's days and Confuse. that's so strange yeah, yeah i mean hmm. and money talks with chris tucker <laughs> He's money exactly yeah you would think like that'd be like yeah but like these guys don't want people unless they're holding out for like big money you know what I mean? yeah well i mean I, I see it every once in a while and it's usually with football games it seems like it shows up like you see thunderstruck show up every time there's a football scene um yeah and then back in black shows up quite a bit well they were in the iron man but you know that's all that marvel money they're gonna they're gonna give them 10 million dollars to use 10 songs so yeah totally um yeah, it's just ACDC was one of the hardest for me to go through, like, and just choose 10 songs. So I just said, I just, like, kind of did one of those stream of conscious things. It's like, okay, that's good with a good one, good one, 10, 10, 10, we're done. Because <laughs> it's like... Yeah, yeah. I mean, because, yeah, totally, there's so many. And, like, you know, I mean, the, I found the easiest way for me to do it was just go through the albums and pick out, and just pick out the songs I like off the album and then just whittle it down. Yeah, I it well, sometimes like. I go um, anthology, you know, wise. Like, I just go in chronological order. Um, or sometimes I just go, how do I want to build this concert? Like sometimes I do that, like, oh, I want to start off with this, and then there's a middle part. You want to slow things down, then raise it back up again. So sometimes I do that. I hear you. Yeah, that's the way I did it for, on the last one. These two I just did chronologically um, because there's just there's just so many. Yeah, you know, there's so many awesome songs. But yeah, the last for, for Aerosmith, I I, I kind of did. I I, I did it that way. Yeah, you know, a little bit that with that way with the Stones too. The uh, so that is it for our segment. We might come back. I think we have a lot to talk about with the '90s. Um, but this has actually turned out to be more popular than I expected. So my friend Ron and I, uh, we we kind of stopped doing our sci-fi TV show because we ran out of the sci-fi TV shows we want to talk about. So he's gonna come in, and we have a whole f- list. And I'm not. He's more Southern rock than I am. And when he's like, "Oh, okay. Molly Hatchet, Foghat," I'm like, "I don't think I could do a whole concert with Foghat, for fuck's sake." Okay. So, so what do you do after you after you like name those three songs? Yeah, what and I'm just got? like, okay, well, we're gonna have to change the rules. Either four for twenty or three for twenty or something like that. You know, I can't do I can't do ten songs to. <laughs> I, I, it's it's one thing if you're doing like Leonard Skinner or the Almond Brothers, but like Foghat and Molly Hatchet. I couldn't. Even, I couldn't. Got, I couldn't do Leonard five Skinner. Five songs with I, two of them. I, I don't know. Yeah, and that, or we we brought up Thin Lizzy, which I'm a much bigger fan of. I could do that. So we might trade in, like we can do substitutions. Like we out of the three bands, you can you can swap one out and get another one in. That kind of it's gonna be like a game now. But um, of course, you and I are gonna go back to our sketch stuff because we're now into 1990, and it is time for us to go into discussing In Living Color, and then we're gonna discuss the frat uh, what what they call the frat pack years of SNL. Uh yeah, I. I 
I, we, like well, some people, some people call it the golden era, but you mean like the with like Sandler? And yeah, Spade the ninety and, uh, to ninety four seasons are what we get to discuss. We have Ben Stiller show. Um, I feel like there's a couple others in nineties there. There's that one I want you to see that was really popular for a very small moment on Comedy Central called uh, Almost Live. It was out of Seattle and it had all the grunge singers coming in and playing characters with you know the regular comedians. Um, do you you don't remember this at all? Do you? I don't. <laughs> uh, it's so where weird. Bill Nye, the science guy, started. He was a character called Speedwalker. <laughs> His powers, he walked really goofy. <laughs> it was on for That's like crazy. nine years, I think. But it was mostly a local uh, Seattle show. But Comedy Central, for two years, bought the rights. Weird. Is, is, Bill, is Bill Nye from Seattle? I have, I have no idea where he Maybe. Goes. I don't know if they hired just local actors or they just hired a bunch of people and they went up there. I'll have to look that up. But, um, you know, and, and then, of course, we have... Uh, I'm trying to think what else we have coming up in the 90s, but then uh, once we get really into the 90s is when we'll start building our list of bands because that's like your, your – I know you're that, your era where you're really into uh, – it's the 70s and 90s for you because I don't, I don't ever hear you talk about the 80s very much. Yeah, I, there's only like a handful of songs in the 80s. I yeah. even like recall. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's, yeah. it's time, I think, to start adding hip-hop to the repertoire. Yeah. But that's what's coming up but for us. Know, yeah, but to, to be fair though, like I like – there's like hip hop, hip hop songs, but like hip hop is like kind of known for being like one or two hit wonder bands. You know what I mean, there's a few, there's a few artists that have like a bunch of songs. But if you think back to all the stuff you listen to in the '90s, a lot of them are one hit wonder. I guess, groups. but I can still, well, I guess was Tribe Called Quest was a one hit wonder. Were they? Well, no, no, no. I mean, I mean, I mean, all right, all right. Not, not counting Tribe Called Quest or De La Soul or LL Cool J. If you could think of like a famous, if you could think, if you, if you don't, if you could think of a rap group, and you don't have to think about it. They're not a one-hit wonder. They, yeah. Well, like, here there's. I'm a, talking about like Kwame and like. Yeah. Well, here's a bunch of there's a bunch of ones. Here's another idea I just thought of right now. Our top ten one-hit wonders from certain years or a genre. You know, it'd be like you know hip-hop songs in the ninety one-hit wonders. What are we we'd choose um, something like that? But I'll, I'll come up with some other ideas. But next is in living color. Uh, we're discussing the entire four was it four or five year run of that show and and the 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 <laughs> do they hold up? I want to know if those sketches still hold up because I haven't seen it since they originally aired. Yeah, that's uh, that. I'd be interesting as well because I, I don't like you know I'm, I don't rem- I, I don't remember some how many how many of them are '90s references. I only remember the ones that like are still relevant today. Yeah. So I, so upon review, let me see how many of them. Yeah, are, like, I don't, and like, I only top, made it topical. I never finished the show. I only made it through three seasons, I think, before I moved on. Yeah, you know, I started to like once the main characters weren't on there anymore, and like they brought in like Marlon Wayans. And like, not that Jamie Foxx was bad, but he was like, he's part of the new cast. Right. Like, he I was overused. It, I watched it less. Yeah. It was no longer must see TV, you know? Right, right. Um, so that is it for us here. Check us out on uh, all your podcast hosts and on Facebook and Twitter under Hit Rewind Podcast. And that's it. Bye. Bye.